everyone. Thanks for tuning in. We want to invite you to learn more about the heart and vision of City of Lights. So check out our website at cityoflights.church and find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at City Lights Indie. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoy today's message. many different accounts and encounters of love and, and, and what it was like when love came to earth to meet us. And this morning, I'm going to kind of present these different stories from multiple accounts within the nativity story and the birth of Christ in more of a story form. And I just want us to even think about not just what it meant for the individuals or those that encountered him, but really, what does it mean for us? You know, when I think of the cast of characters, it is not much unlike us in here. When you think of the way in which this divine king came, he didn't just show up for the elite. He didn't just show up to make a grand Entrance at a big festival where he knew there'd be millions around. He actually came to those who were the least likely candidates. And not only did he come to those who were the least likely candidates, he actually came under the radar. The people were looking for a political leader, and he came as a humble child, a rural kid, a kid from Mooresville. God bless him. <laughs> Don't laugh too much, man. We probably got some folks in here. But this morning, I want us to truly reflect on this king, on this love. I'm going to title this, For God So Loved. For God So Loved. For God So Loved the World. For God so loved the world, he gave. He gave his son, his one and only son to prevent our self-destruction. So that whoever believes in, trusts in, clings to, relies on him, should not perish, but live forever. Forever. For God so loved the world that he gave his greatest treasure to a young teenage girl, still a virgin, who was to marry a man named Joseph. Her name was Mary. The angel of the Lord, Gabriel, was sent to her with a special message. Gabriel would say, Hail, O favored one, endowed with grace. Above all women, you are blessed. You are radiant with God's beauty. Trust me when I say the Lord is with you. Now Mary, as you can imagine, was noticeably shaken and confused at what was going on. But the angel assured her, you have nothing to fear, Mary, for you have found great favor with God. Listen, you will become pregnant and give birth to a son. You are to call him Jesus. He will be great. He will be called the son of the most high. And the Lord will give him the throne of his forefather, David. 
He will reign over the house of Jacob throughout the ages, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary replied, but how? I've never slept with the man. Gabriel would say, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, the child you bring will be called Holy Son of God. And listen. Your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son and is now in the sixth month. Nothing is impossible with God. Mary replied, let it be done to me according to what you have said. And the angel left her. For God so loved the world that he gave a son to a man barely ready to be a husband, let alone a father. Before they came to the marriage bed, Joseph discovered that Mary was pregnant. Though by the Holy Spirit, he wasn't really aware of that at the time. Now Joseph, chagrined but noble, was determined to take care of things quietly and to avoid disgrace. But God's angel came to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, do not fret. Mary's pregnancy is spirit-conceived. She will birth the son, and when she does, you, Joseph, will name him Jesus. God saves, and he will save his people from their sins. And the prophecy from the days of old shall be fulfilled. Behold, the virgin, virgin will be with child, and she will bear a son, and they will call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When jo- Joseph woke up, He was obedient to what the angel had commanded, and he took Mary as his wife. But they shared no union till after she'd given birth. And Jesus, and Joseph, called him Jesus. For God so loved the world that he gave ordinary men an extraordinary visitation. About that time, Caesar Augustus had ordered that everyone traveling to his own ancestral town go to their ancestral town to be accounted for. So Joseph, who was a descendant of David, journeyed to Bethlehem with Mary, who was nearing her time to give birth. While they were there, Mary gave birth to a son, her firstborn. And she wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no room in the inn. And there, were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks by night, when behold, an angel of the Lord stood by them, and the glory of the Lord flashed and shone all about them, and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bear good news that will bring joy to all, for to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord, and this will be a sign to you. You will find the baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And at once, the angel was joined by an angelic choir singing heavenly praises. Glory to God in the highest. Peace to all men and women on earth who please him. As the angelic choir withdrew into heaven, The shepherds, in awe, 
began to talk it over. Let, let us go over to Bethlehem as fast as we can and see for ourselves what God has revealed to us. So they left running and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger and seeing the greatest sight they had ever beheld. The shepherds were elated and couldn't help but think to themselves, why us? Why are we here? They let loose. They began glorifying and praising God for everything they had witnessed, everything they had heard, and it had turned out exactly the way they'd been told from the angel, and all who heard the shepherds were in awe of what they were told. They'd shared what they'd seen with everyone, that they'd laid their eyes on the Messiah, a simple child and an eternal king born to save the world from itself. For God so loved the world that he gave kings from the east an introduction to the king of kings. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem, wise men from the east arrived in Jerusalem asking, where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. Now when King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him, Herod lost no time. He was conniving and manipulative, so he began to gather all the high priests and religious scholars and ask, where is this Messiah supposed to be born? They told him, Bethlehem in Judea. The prophet Micah wrote it plainly, but you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. From you will come the leader who will shepherd my people Israel. So Herod arranged a secret meeting with the wise men from the east, pretending to be as devout as they were. So he got them to tell him exactly when the star appeared. And then he told them the prophecy about Bethlehem and said, Go find this child, leave no stone unturned, and as soon as you find him, send word, and I'll join at once to worship. Instructed by the king, they set off. Then the star appeared again, the same star that they'd seen in the east. And it led them on until it hovered over the place of the child. The wise men were overjoyed. They entered the house and they saw the child in the arms of his mother. Overcome, they knelt down to worship him. And they presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Recognizing that he was in fact the righteous king the holy priest and the perfect sacrifice that they and the world had been waiting for. Having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. Who believes all they have heard and seen? And who would have thought that God's saving power would look like this. For God so loved the world that he gave a scrawny seedling, a root out of dry ground. There was nothing attractive about him, nothing to cause us to take a second look. He was looked down on and passed over, a man who suffered, who knew pain firsthand. One look at him and people turned away. 
We looked down on him, thought he was scum, but the fact is, it was our pains he carried. It was our disfigurements, all the things wrong with us. We thought he brought it on himself, but God was punishing him for our failures. It was our sins that disfigured him, ripped him, tore him, crushed him, our sins. He took our punishment that we would be made whole. And through his bruises, we get healed. We are all like sheep who have wandered off and gotten lost. We've all done our own thing and gone our own way. And God has piled all our sins, everything we've done wrong on him. He was beaten. He was tortured. And he didn't say a word. He gave himself in humble surrender like a lamb taken to be slaughtered and like a sheep being sheared. He took it all in silence. Justice miscarried and he was let off. And did anyone at the time really understand what was happening? That he died without a thought of his own welfare, beaten bloody for me and for you and the sins of all people. They buried him with the wicked even though he'd never heard a soul or said a word that wasn't true. And still it was what God had in mind all along. The plan was that he would give himself as an offering for sin. And from that offering, life would flow. Life, life, and more life out of that terrible travail of soul he saw that it was worth it and he was glad that he did it that what he experienced the righteous one would make many righteous because he himself carried the burden of our sins therefore he will be rewarded extravagantly the best of everything, the highest honor because he looked death in the face and did not flinch because he embraced the company of the lowest. He took on his shoulders the sins of the many for God so loved the world that he gave the greatest gift we could ever receive. We could never earn but forever adore Christ the Lord. Can we give him praise this morning? Thanks again for joining us. Don't forget, you can find us online at cityoflights.church and connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.